Hi there. Welcome to A Creative Affair, a collection of conversations exploring creativity through the art of photography and other creative passions. I'm Bree, and this is our 15th episode we've recorded. We don't call them by numbers, um, but sometimes it's kind of fun to say how many we've done. And if you don't know my now, I am a life coach for creatives. And I just want to say the work, the coaching work that I've done on myself has been some of the best work that I've ever done um, in my personal life. So before I started doing this work, I was sometimes, uh, I would get frustrated when I was unhappy and I, I wouldn't understand um, some of the things I was thinking. And now, even though not a lot has changed, it's just me. <laughs> and it's just me and my brain that has changed. And I'm in such a happier place because I understand and I give myself a lot of hugs. <laughs> well, Brie, what a wonderful introduction there. And uh, <laughs> it is life's such a journey, isn't it? And uh, I think uh, the, the biggest key to me for being an artist uh, is understanding self. And uh, uh, the more I understand who I am um, and I use my art to do that, uh, the better off I am. And uh, the benefit of that is the better my art becomes as well. And the two are inter intertwined together, uh, understanding self, understanding it, uh, and uh, producing it and uh, being an artist it's something that I'm absolutely obsessed with you know I, I love to spend all day at an art gallery I, I love to pick up a pencil and, and draw all day or to wander the bush taking photographs or uh, to have models and create scenes and photograph people uh, to have an exhibition uh, to show people my work or to have a book. In fact, Brie, that brings me so much joy into my life, so much love. It's so, so beautiful. And uh, that brings us to our topic today, doesn't it? <laughs> We're going to talk about yes, it does. this joy. And uh, obviously, we, you know, joy, joy is very um, connected with our art, and uh, in, our, in our last episode, we talked about how uh, the flow state, and really, we want to be in the flow state because it brings us so much joy, doesn't it? Uh, and the, really, they're, they're quite uh, linked together, I think, very much so. Uh, I probably forgot to introduce myself. I'm Len Metcalf, and I'm from um, uh, a creative from Sydney and an educator. But uh, let's get into joy. Yeah, let's talk about being a joyful creative. I just love that title <laughs> on being a joyful creative. <laughs> well, we just before we started, we had a, a lovely conversation talking about the difference between um, uh, joy, happiness, um, uh, passions, uh, and uh trying to sort out the differences and why we have and why in particular we actually chose the word joy uh, for this particular episode to focus us on it was quite a, a fascinating conversation wasn't it yeah I one of the things that struck me <laughs> in our little pre-conversation is we talked about enjoyment and that took me back to thinking about flow and how it's so enjoyable and I'm like enjoy is actually in the word enjoyment like we want to be experiencing um, having these amazing enjoyable experiences and I think all of those so much of what we do can culminate into uh, living life in such a joyful way um, but <laughs> the interesting thing is I don't think that means that we're like happy all the time <laughs> <laughs> well, as someone who suffers from um, anxiety and depression sometimes in my life, I can tell you I'm not happy all the time, <laughs> definitely not, And but I do have my happy place that I like to go to um, at times, and art is definitely part of that happy place. 
us for me as well. And I think the reason, one of the reasons I've been, uh, a cre- you know, I create in so many different ways, or I have, uh, you know, over my life, is that creating does bring me, you know. It, it, it does bring me so much happiness and joy. It sometimes is, can be kind of frustrating, especially when we get stuck on something and we're we're um, we're working through something. But I don't. I kind of think that's all part of the enjoyment of it, um, unless we think it's unless we really take ourselves into a place where it's not. But sometimes working through all those different little bumps and figuring things out can really be part of having this enjoyable creative experience because that is the act of creating is Mm. figuring out how to make all those things work and then having the satisfaction of whatever it is that we're creating i was going to say producing something but it doesn't always you know end up in like something tangible right but most most of what we are all talking about does well, we 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 all are obsessed about making stuff, and uh, uh, that also is one of the drivers. But so much of my actual um, deep happiness comes from the actual doing, rather than the um, the product in itself, um, or even the making. It's the uh, it's the process of being lost in the doing that really seems to bring. Uh, the longer term happiness and uh, learning that is part of the journey. So uh, understanding who I am, uh, that uh, the product actually isn't bringing the happiness, it's actually the doing. And uh, that's been a personal journey to understand that and that I don't have to be successful in making art like making masterpieces each time. Uh, or every time I, I, I pick up a camera, I don't have to make a, a, a wonderful artwork, but the act of picking up the camera and making uh, or, or trying or attempting and uh, uh, doing, uh, it's that moment that is actually um, the incredibly uh, joyful and, and, and important part of the process that keeps me going. And uh, having to understand the bit where I'm actually not being uh, performing at my highest uh, or making actually something that's physical uh, and accepting that as actually being the, the, the part of it. I, I know that's a, quite a, a trite saying, but it's the journey rather than the destination is what I'm trying to say there, I think. I think that's what you're trying to say. You know, you you did. I had a question that popped up for me, and I was going to ask you, and maybe you could elaborate as well. Um, what kind of things have you put in place for you to have a more joyful experience? And um, I heard you say one is just allowing sometimes all of the crap to come up. <laughs> um, and, and I'm wondering if anything else is coming to you that, that anything that you do to make that such a more, um, a happier, more enjoyable experience, because I, I, I think it's a trite saying, but I think it's so true that it really does boil down to we want to enjoy the whole journey of the creative process. Well, with that saying is letting go of the destination and uh, um, pulling back a little bit from it and not trying so hard towards it all the time. So that's one of the things I think is uh, is very, very important in that. But uh, one that surfaced in the last few weeks that I've been talking about uh, over and over is uh, uh, totally um, pushing and embracing uh, the failure, the the moments um, where I'm experimenting, taking risks, exploring. Because uh, if if to be an artist for me is, is so much about making something that's meaningful to myself, and uh, I have to feel that it's uh, uniquely expressing who I am. Uh, in that process 
So uh, hanging on to that uniqueness means that I have to be experimenting all the time. And if I'm if I'm just making safe work, Brie, and uh, yes, I can go and, and make a, a safe artwork very easily, but it doesn't excite me. It doesn't stir me. Uh, and so the only way to get to the exciting work is to be taking absolutely huge risks uh, all the time, uh, embracing the happy accident and uh, uh, searching for that 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 edge where it takes me to that point of getting excitement about my own work. So uh, I think that's one of those points that uh, allows me to enjoy the journey is letting go of perfection, if you like. I love mm. that. I, it's interesting because it's kind of a paradox that we enjoy, we can enjoy the process. <laughs> we can enjoy the process so much more when we're actually like pushing ourselves to the point where we're feeling like there, there, there's risk and possible failure. And, um, and, and because we, I think we tend to think that happiness and joyfulness all feel so safe and, and what you're saying is it's really not, it, for you anyway, it's really not in the safety of the creating. It's, it's in the pushing and the, and the working and the doing and um, in putting yourself in a place where you maybe even where you feel uncomfortable. But I don't think that that's for uh, such a long time that we're, you're pushing and being uncomfortable for some moments, you know. And then you realize, at least this is what I'm envisioning, until you maybe create some art that you're like, oh, this is where I wanted to push myself to. And this is what I wanted. And it even actually feels so much more meaningful for you because you did that work. Is that hmm. ringing true to you? I don't actually know at the time sometimes whether I'm making good art or not and uh, the, the the space between making and analysing it and looking at it is, uh, I've expressed this before in earlier episodes, how important that space is to uh, allow that emotional distance. But uh, the risk-taking and uh, being on edge is high. Is That's really important to me. And um, I've mentioned before a love for rock climbing. <laughs> Um, uh, I love scaring myself and uh, going into the unknown with art is actually uh, uh, pushing that. Um, I don't know if it's an adrenaline uh, in rock climbing it is, but in, in art it's, it's something else, but it's, it's the unknown that becomes uh, incredibly exciting. Uh, I really love that unknown. Maybe there is a little adrenaline in the unknown. <laughs> well, and, it is if you um, if you feel like it's a performance, there must be. I would yeah, say maybe. if uh, if you're on show or you feel like you um, have an audience, well, then uh, there could be a, an element in there that um, uh, that drives a little bit of adrenaline. I suppose I don't really know. Yeah. I'm, I'm only guessing on that one. <laughs> I think there's so much of what drives us to do our art it's i just think there's so many different factors you know that drive us and and that could be and that could be part of it because we do art we do it in so you know so many different unique ways um so one of the interesting things about this episode is in the past we've written all kinds of these notes <laughs> and today we literally only have a few questions and that's it and uh and because we wanted to we wanted to end the season with um more of a a flowing like conversation and just ask each other questions and so i wanted to just take this little moment to pose these questions to you as a listener so that you can maybe think about these for yourself and We'll include them in our show notes so that you can just have them for your future reference. So the first one is, does your art bring you joy? And for me, it's yes. How about you, Lynn? Oh, definitely. <laughs> that's why I'm here. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, that's why I'm here. It brings me I mean, so much joy. <laughs> if it didn't, I wouldn't be here either. And, um, and, you know, in 10 years, I hope it's still photography, but it could be, I don't know, it could be something totally different. I could maybe have learned to draw. Probably not. I'm just saying it's probably not going to happen. 
So I, I like that really scares me because I really don't think I'm, I'm good at it at all. I'll do stick figures. Maybe I can make that into art. Um, and maybe, de- <laughs> maybe other things can also bring us joy as well. I know one of the other things that brings me here is my love for teaching people and uh, conversations. And so they also bring me joy. So, um, as we're talking about art bringing joy, uh, it's one of many, many things, and it's actually it doesn't stand alone in that. It, it works in a different way, um, but it's 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 such a special thing. Um, well, we are talking about being a joyful creative, and there are so many different ways we do that, and and it's the way we live our life, and that's one reason I um, that. I coach creatives and that is, it it is work. I mean, it is the work that I do. Um, It's also, I also have to be very creative in, um, in the coaching process. And overall, it's such a joyful life to lead that I'm Mm. working on myself and helping other people work on themselves and working on my art and, you know, um, Sometimes I'm traveling with my husband. Sometimes I'm just sitting on the sofa. And I I think all of that creates this like beautiful, joyful life where I can say, I I really do feel like I'm this joyful creative. Doesn't mean I feel happy all the time, but I feel overall like that I, that I am living that, that kind of life. Um, So one of the questions we have is when have you found joy in creating art? And I just want to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. I want to know. Because, because I had an experience recently and I, it's, I think sometimes when we have experiences, we talk about the journey part, but when we have experiences um, that, that contribute to being this joyful creative, we kind of, we look back on them very fondly and add them to our, to our stack of of um, of bits that that uh, that do contribute to that overall enjoyment and satisfaction. So recently, the, one of my you know one of my favorite places is White Sands National Park, and we love your <laughs> photographs of White Sands, Bree. They're just absolutely gorgeous. And um, thank you. They're worth talking about, but that's uh, something else. We could do that one day. I'm I'm happy to talk about that anytime. I. I love that that's like one of my full galleries on my website. So I'm still working on them. But um, so recently I, 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 uh, I took a trip to Southern Utah and on the way there and on the way back, I made, uh, we did a couple of days at, at White Sands National Park and you can always, almost always talk me into doing a really long road trip if that park is involved. So, so so I went there with a friend of mine and we met up with another photographer and we're out there. We, we met up with him. Um, his name is Wayne Suggs and he lives in Las Cruces, which is very near White Sands National Park. And, and when we came up to him, he was just already like ecstatic. He loves the place. And we were all so just thrilled to be there on these fabulous big white soft dunes with this gorgeous light and um i mean the light there is always great no matter if it's cloudy it doesn't matter and i remember this a couple of experiences one um wayne walks down the the dune and he starts whooping because of how much fun the light is so good and of course he's enjoying it but I am so enjoying it because I love the park and I love that someone else is loving the park and I it just fills me with so much like I'm laughing this I, I have all this really it's such a happy pleasurable experience and having that he went off down the dune and so did my friend and I am up at the top and I decided to stay around because I saw some things happening and I just wanted to be there and I so enjoyed myself just photographing the rest of the evening and noticing what was around me and it was kind of culminating at the very end I know I made this image that I absolutely love when I made it you talk about you don't know if you made an image that you you know I know I made an image that is 
great for me. <laughs> and I absolutely love it. And I knew it when I did it. And um, I just think that these kind of experiences just contribute. Like for me, this is going in my bucket of living a joyful, creative life. That, that kind of experience. I just wanted to share how fun that was. Oh, Brie, what a wonderful experience that you've just had. In white sense, oh, you have to take me one day. I, I really have to go. And, you know, I, I love to call that a, a peak photographic experience where um, I, I'm just totally elated and uh, and loving being in that environment, being in the right headspace and the right moment, uh, having your friends laugh and giggle and whooping actually helps set the scene as well, doesn't it? it that, that adds an extra bit of spice that it's being shared and that uh, you're not alone. And I think that's quite a, a magical thing too. And then what a beautiful thing to have uh, an artwork that records that. And uh, every time that you look at that into the future, it's going to trigger you back to that lovely um, memory of that place. And uh, uh, what a wonderful thing to do. It's so exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. And while you were talking, I was when you were saying peak photographing experience, I'm like, well, yeah, but we don't have those all the time. So what about these lulls? Like sometimes are we just doing some mundane things? Like are you finding joy in some of the more kind of everyday parts of your creativity? Well, the reason I use the word peak is because they're uh, spectacular and they're um, they're the really really high points, and I can actually just I can list them and describe them, and I can pull out those photographs for you. But yes, there has to be joy in all the other parts, and there there also has to be uh, an, an element of chasing that as well. Um, chasing the ultimate high, if you like. And uh, uh, there's joy in that chase uh, at all steps. And if there wasn't, uh, I wouldn't be continuing to do it. And um, just working on your art, like last night I had a, a little experience and um, I was looking at work that I'd done maybe about two weeks ago and suddenly it dawned on me that I'd um, my work had actually uh, had gone through the roof for a period of a few hours where I was producing the most beautiful, gorgeous work. And uh, I remember thinking back to it like I was incredibly focused. I, I had ideas and uh, it was connected to where it was going. So the book that it's being um, made for and the, the, the whole series that I was working on. And I was incredibly focused uh, on making uh, particular art that looked in a particular way that uh, suited this this series. And then uh, afterwards I'd forgotten about it and it wasn't until I actually saw it again and then there went another fair few hours just disappeared because I was immersed in processing it, exploring it, thinking about how it's going to go into this book. And then today when I get up and the first thing I have to do when I turn my computer on is to start making sure that uh, they're going into the right collection and that they start putting over there. Even, even as I was talking to you, I was um, still working on my art in the back of my mind. And uh, that dream... To, to be that distracted means it was a joyful experience for me that uh, I'm a uh, there's definitely a, a level of obsession in this uh, that actually brings the joy that uh, I, I never give up on trying to make something that is beautiful I think I think I love well I love being able to continually, uh, like on a daily basis, immerse ourselves in our art, whether or not I'm like on some, you know, whatever trip or whether or not, like if you're a painter, you're a, totally immersed in your art. There are other things you could be doing. You can be doing like I find myself, you know, daydreaming. I was daydreaming about 
a new project I want to work on. And so sometimes I'm just relaxing and daydreaming about it. And um, uh, yesterday morning, um, I printed... I printed a new uh, a, a new image, and I love I. This is printing images is kind of new for me, and I love the experience of watching it like really come into a three D form from this like digital. You know, you're there in person. <laughs> for a photographer, you know, you're there in person. You make this like digital image, unless unless you're you know you work with film. Um, but but being able to do the have the technical skills now to be able to print my own work and just have it come out of the printer and just gush over how much I love this beautiful piece and you know really like loving my own art and finding so much joy and seeing it come out of the printer um it's just it's just such a wonderful experience and so there's different ways we can experience this joy with our art but also I'm printing this for a client and I (gasps) so (laughs) and so I'm gonna mail it to her tomorrow um but what's so wonderful is to be able to help others also have some joy from our work that we do. So I think that is like one of the rewarding parts is also having other people, you know, message us and, and say, and and really express what it means to them. You know, even Len was saying how um, people who have enjoyed this podcast have messaged him and same for me that, that, you know, this is a creative, a creative affair, something that we have created. And we're so thrilled that it's bringing that it's bringing other people joy and um, really, you know, putting some value out into the world for y'all. So how much does uh, other people, uh, their reactions, their, the audience, if you like, your, your fans and your followers, uh, how much is that tied in to you um, getting joy? Is it a, an overriding thing? Is it just a, a, a an extra side benefit? Is it a, a motivator? Uh, where does that sit for you, Brie? Um, it's definitely it's definitely a side thing <laughs> because if I I am not in control of what and I was telling you this, Lynn, earlier about um, I I've been doing a lot of work on uh, myself and my relationship with other people and what I think about what I want to think and believe about what other people think about me think and say about me and all of those things and I want the work that I do to just be motivating in itself and if someone else loves it and enjoys it then I I found that really satisfying, but it, that's not uh, that's not a driving factor for me. Uh, the so. reason I ask, and um, because I think when I was younger, it was, and actually learning to let go of that, and actually bring it more to be about me and my enjoyment of it, was an incredibly important part. And in, in fact, Bree, when I had my own art gallery and I started making work for the pure purposes to sell, the quality of my work went down. And uh, I think making work just for recognition of other people, and I'm talking for myself here, was actually a misguided belief. And uh, learning to make it for my own satisfaction uh, actually made my work much better and... uh, Honestly, I enjoyed doing it more. When I was making it only for other people, it was more of a job and it wasn't so exciting. And so uh, as an intrinsic reward, um, the internal one is is so much longer lasting in, in, the longer t- in the longer run. And I think this is a really important question because if we're talking about how to get joy, we want to, in our creativity, we want to find this this part of ourselves and our art that's uh, continuing for the long haul. We don't want it just to be on a, a peak a peak moment. We want um, lots of obsession and reward and uh, fulfillment over a long period of time. 
And that doesn't mean that we don't uh, derive some satisfaction with um, with selling our art or making some art that is purely for monetary gain. I, you know, but that's not where the necessarily where the joy is going to come from. I don't believe, and I I think what you're talking about, the Len, just to backtrack a little bit, when we when we are creating our art solely for um, the enjoyment of other people, it's almost, we almost give the, our power, the, our power to enjoy it ourselves to other people. Meaning if other people enjoy it, then we can enjoy it too. Mm-hmm. And that, that leaves us powerless to really have some, uh, to really have that lasting happiness. And that is not what I want. I want to have the enjoyment of it for me. And, I, you know, I don't make my, I don't make, um, <laughs> I really don't make money, you know, selling my art, um, you know, but if that was my aim, then, then I would be doing some different things, but I always want my art to come from within and to be able to enjoy that for, for its, for its own sake. I think that's, uh, what separates, uh, different people out and uh, particularly like professional photographers, uh, um, as opposed to, uh, artists, uh, like the category that we're talking about and, and uh, uh, amateurs when, when we're, we're making work, uh, for our own selves. And, uh, I think this is tied in, into joy and it also each different people get different things from it. And I think by, by us asking these questions uh, to you, and we want you to stop and think about these questions for you, because working out the answer to fit you is part of the puzzle, isn't it, Bree? We, we need to solve for you, or you need to solve. I need to solve for me. Bree needs to solve for her. Uh, the answer is what is the things that are bringing us uh, this great reward and which ones do we need to focus on and which ones do we need to let go of? And uh, hopefully us by us sharing uh, our stories on this and uh, and our journeys that um, uh, we can open up and, and actually uh, uh, figure out other things. Uh, I, I say this because I remember telling people that I got so much joy from seeing my um, artwork in someone else's house. And I... I uh, I used to think that that was what my purpose was. And uh, now I've let that totally go back into the past. And uh, now I'm more interested in making something that is uh, totally um, satisfying uh, to my own taste without worrying what other people think about it. Seeing your art in someone's house and they're enjoying it is, it is very satisfying. And we can trick ourselves into thinking that that is that actually just seeing our art on someone's wall or getting, you know, whatever it is externally that we're gaining from it is where we're deriving our joy. And the, the conversation is really I love that you said all that, Len, about our experiences and how that can help you all as creatives to figure out where you want, where you are currently receiving your your enjoyment and your satisfaction and how are you enjoying your art currently and where you might want to be. If it's not in a place that you want to be, where do you want it to be? What would you like it to look like? And I think a lot of us think, a lot of us that are professional, <laughs> I don't call myself a professional, I'm an amateur. I'm doing it for the love. <laughs> um, a lot of us that are professionals sometimes think that it can't we can't make work that resonates with us that other people will want to buy and i don't buy into that i i think that can i think that can happen i think we can make work that that we love and that other people will see it and that they will also love it too 
So it's figuring out how you do that is really is partly the key. Oh, I said definitely. What, I said what you said in a different way. <laughs> it's the same yeah, yeah. thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is the same thing because it's a it's a focus. It's actually not the act itself that's uh, um, rewarding in terms of the. Uh, um, um, it's more the focus of where we when we're the headspace we're in when we're making it. If we make art that um, that moves us emotionally, it's a. Uh, uh, we both have discovered that it's actually more meaningful and it's also more meaningful for other people. And um, when we focus in on our own, uh, we're connecting more with our inner emotions rather than trying to predict what other people uh, are going to um, get from it. And there's nothing wrong with uh, enjoying uh, bringing joy to other people through your artwork. And it was one of our questions is how does bringing joy to others through your artwork work for you? And uh, it's amazing to, to, to see someone totally enthralled in your work is a, an incredible experience. And I, I don't want to ever give that up. Um, what I'm talking about is I don't want to make that the focus of my creation of artwork. I want it to be a happy bright product that I get to enjoy at the end. And if someone pays me for it, even uh, all the better. And uh, yes, I don't consider myself a professional artist either, uh, even though I've devoted my whole life to it, uh, because I don't make very much of an income from my art. I make it from education. I'm, I consider myself a professional educator who teaches creativity and art and photography and those sort of things. Um, uh, these little tiny distinctions uh, become quite important in the long run for me as I define who I am and my focus. Uh, and so we were talking about that photograph that I was excited about last night and this morning. I, I have no idea what other people... Um, uh, how they will react to it. It's uh, the the motivation to keep going with it and to keep following it is uh, for my own reward, and that's uh, very very special for me. And it, it's taken me a lifetime to get to this moment. Uh, well, actually, not really a lifetime. Uh, I'm sure as a child, when I was drawing, I was doing it that way, and somewhere I got lost. Uh, maybe it was at art school, maybe it was when I had my own gallery, maybe when I wanted to make it a career, um, uh, in the other side. And then it's been coming back to that uh, uh, that pure enjoyment that I had when I was younger. Uh, it's a common theme, I think, uh, circling around in our lives, and uh, we often knew what we were doing when we were younger and we lose our path and then we spend our life trying to come back to, to find ourselves again. <laughs> isn't that so true? <laughs> it is, isn't it? And as a child, didn't we have so much joy in our life? <laughs> yes, because well, we were playing. We and we, Well, we did an episode all about play and experimenting and just having fun, letting yourself go. And, you know, so um, I'll link to that in the show notes. So that, that was a fun episode because it was just, it's fun to talk about like opening your mind and allowing yourself to do all that and really enjoy yourself. So... Mm. I think this is such an interesting thing to talk about because I, I, I think this is a great moment to, 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 um, to end our season one with because now that we've talked so much about creativity and all of these different topics that kind of contribute to it, um, it's such a great time to think about where we are and are we satisfied with it? And why not? And, um, and maybe there are moments where you can remember, you can find some memories and some, uh, um, some evidence that you are enjoying this journey that you're on and you can put it into the bucket of being a joyful creative, right? Because I think or I think we're always contributing to that in little ways, even if it's not those peak experiences. And then also taking a little taking a little time to look forward and think about where, and I mentioned this before, um, but this is my invitation to you as listeners and maybe to me as well, where we want to go and what we 
how we want to be living our creative lives for ourselves and for our most enjoyment and what that might look like. And then trying to bridge the gap between there and how do you, and you got, listen, we're all creatives. We can totally figure out how to do that. We can figure out how to get to that, to get to that space. Absolutely. I, I believe in it. Uh, uh, one of the questions here that ri- arises for me and that uh, is how can we be more joyful uh, creatives? And I, I really love that question because uh, um, uh, learning and, and learning to expand that space because uh, if we're honest, there's a lot of frustration, isn't there, in, in being an artist and a, a lot of learning and uh, a lot of moments, you know, we talked a little bit about failure and play and, you know, reframing and uh, it's uh, lifting these uh, wonderful experiences and, and reframing the negative ones in into this journey uh, so that we can actually enjoy those hard times um, and make more of the good ones. I, I think that's a, a really important thing. And uh, as we come to an end of this season, I really want to find this out and and, and include um, other people in this conversation because uh, I, I'm really fascinated to find out how they maintain their joyful, creative life and uh, how that actually works for them. I think that that's uh, absolutely a fascinating question for you, um, uh, for me, for Bree, and for asking it for other people. So how can we be more joyful creatives? And maybe mm-hmm. that's what we talk. We'll talk more about that next season. Um is this where we give a sneak peek? Uh, you already gave a little sneak peek I, about I think next I did season. Then. I, I think I spilled the beans there a little bit. <laughs> okay, <didn't> so <laughs> yeah, so there will be a season two. We're doing this in seasons because we love to be joyful creatives. <laughs> and while we love doing this podcast, we don't want to be doing it all the time. So um, we've created season one. Hopefully there are episodes you want to go back and listen and then listen again and, and gain some knowledge and share with friends so you can have discussions about them. We would just absolutely love that. But in season two, we're going to be taking a kind of a longer break. We're not going to tell you right now what that is because we don't even know. Um, But we are going to have guests on. So excited about having guests, all kinds of different artists and creatives. We're just so thrilled. So, um, yeah, we would take uh, would we t- we would take some suggestions for anyone that finally gets to this episode and hears this. <laughs> if you have any wonderful suggestions, um, but also we're going to be doing shorter episodes in between, and we're going to call them. Go ahead, Len. Quickies. <laughs> we're going to have quickies. <laughs> So this is a creative <laughs> affair after all, and we just, it, this is so playful and fun for us. So we're going to have these short episodes called quickies. <laughs> uh, the where mind we do- just boggles, doesn't it? Where, where I know. We, um, <laughs> where we, where Bray and Len's heads are. That's quite funny, isn't it? <laughs> and what's funny is every, we've said it so over and over again, yes, we're going to have these quickies. And every time we do it, we just giggle and laugh because it's so fun for us. To, to do this process. So those ones will kind of look like these episodes only a little shorter or maybe yes. others. We're going to, we're going to do We're going to explore all different kinds of things, but in a, in a shorter format. So uh, uh, we're hoping that the conversations with other creatives are a little bit longer. And then we have quickies. So <laughs> much fun. So stay tuned for season two but if you haven't get all caught up on the rest of season one and pass it on Mm. so and there's one thing that we're going to try and stick with is one is we're going to keep trying to have fun Uh, of course Bree and I are going to keep flirting and uh, uh, explore our um, our relationship even further and um, we're going to (laughs) 
um, hang on to some of the things that we've been doing this um, first season, which is hanging on to topics and trying to explore them. So rather than interviewing someone, which is uh, seems to be a, a quite a popular formula in podcasting, we want to include them in this conversation and, and you know, actually nail them with questions around a topic and uh, uh, further our understanding of something uh, around our topics that we're, we have been exploring. So uh, we're going to use our guests in a fantastic way um, to add depth to our conversations uh, rather than just introducing you to uh, 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 more other photographers. We we're interested in what we can learn from uh, creatives from all of the fields that uh, may be interesting, like writers, musicians, um, painters. Sculptors. Uh, the s- there's a sculptor. There's a sculptor I'm going to ask. Just the so poets. you know. So excited. Um, uh, every time we play our music in the intro, I get really excited and, and I, I love the process that we went through uh, working with a, a, a a composer and a musician to record something that was reflective of where we wanted to be. And that was a a beautiful thing too. So uh, I'm really excited about season two. And uh, um, uh, when we made the decision that we were definitely going ahead for that, it was a a huge relief because before we actually decided on that and agreed on it there was a little bit of anxiety about oh is it not gonna is it gonna finish we it feels like we're just getting started so um i am so so excited about season two and uh i'm, I'm also really excited by the flexibility in there as us as creatives uh, to go in multiple different directions and uh see what works and uh where we end up and that's yeah. so exciting it's 100 percent the journey. So <laughs> stay with us, stay on our journey, and stay tuned for season two. We're so excited. Well, just to finish up, just to let you know, one of the one of the things that I love is I love coaching other creatives. And you know, we talked about um, being joyful in our art. And if you want help going from where you are now to becoming a joyful artist, I can coach you on that. (laughs) But what I really love to do is I love helping creatives uh, uh, get a jumpstart on achieving big goals. And I have a 10-week Dream It, Do It program. And um, we, we work together to identify obstacles and just and overcome them in a 10-week program, and then you have all the tools to go out and do amazing things. I just love it so much. So you can go to my website, creativemindscoach.com, and guess what? I give a free session to everyone. I give a free session. I just love that. I love it that much. So you can sign up for a free session and come talk to me. So awesome. Mm. Well, Bree. Um, what an amazing conversation. What a wonderful season. Uh, as you were talking about earlier episodes in the season, I do encourage our listeners, uh, particularly if you've only just picked us up recently, uh, to dive into different episodes when you feel like them and uh, follow your nose, uh, look at the titles and uh, dive in uh, to something that sounds interesting for you and uh we're noticing a lot of our listeners are going back, and that's one of the reasons why we don't number them. We we're, we want you to dive into it like a bag of tricks and ideas to explore. And as a great believer in um, that we find things when we're ready for them, and we listen and hear when we are ready. And so um, following your intuition and um, uh, grabbing something that grabs your attention probably means that that's the the right thing to be listening to right now. So uh, thank you, Bree, for a a wonderful first season. It's been just so magical. I'm so excited uh, about season two. And um, uh, uh, for those that don't know much about me, I run a photography school in um, Sydney. I have an online school if you wish to enrol, and I've got students from all over the world. I've got a, a, a 
vast video library of lessons, uh, over 100 hours of photography teaching and uh, composition and art, uh, a lot about art and creativity. I also publish a, a journal called Lens Journal, um, which is quarterly, which is the most beautiful publication. And um, as always, uh, we have links to everything that we've mentioned in our show notes. You can find them at our website or uh, in your favourite podcast reader. We we ask that you subscribe and follow us, and uh, 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 that's when you're going to find out when uh, season two is. And we also have an Instagram presence, so if you, um, uh, that's a really effective way to uh, continue the conversation with us. Um, our website is uh, a creativeaffairpodcast.com. Uh, please, please follow us and uh, talk to us and uh, continue the conversation. Well, Bree, uh, until season two. I hope you enjoy, have so much fun. Uh, I hope that creativity brings uh, so much joy to your life. And uh, I hope you, as I do, and that our listeners actually answer that question. How can we be more joyful creatives? And uh, I, I really look forward to exploring the answer to that as we continue our journey in a creative affair uh, about creativity. Our creative passions. <laughs> how, how beautiful. It is wonderful. Well, everyone, until next season, we'll miss you, but we'll be back. Until next time. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.